You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about feeling disconnected as a counselor, a supervisor. And Heather, the article we read this week was Feeling Disconnected at Work and Reconnecting with Wonder, published in Psychology Today 2021. And the first point in the article really focused on feeling disconnected and the impact of burnout. Kind of in our discussion, part of my thought is which came first, the chicken or the egg? I think those two really, it's hard to know which one's happening first or which one makes a bigger impact. But Heather, you as a counselor, you as a supervisor, what are some times where you've realized or noticed that you're feeling really disconnected and the result was burnout? So I actually think for myself, sometimes the burnout is happening and I'm not quite aware that it's happening. Like I'm on the brink of burnout. And usually for me, that brings disconnection. Like I have too many things on my plate. I have too much going on. I'm too many like different places at once. With work, sometimes it happens if I have like not scheduled my time appropriately with clients and tried to squeeze in extra things like getting CEs at lunch or getting, which can be great, but sometimes it happens. Sure, sometimes I think that's energizing, but sometimes it's not. So you think the disconnect is your symptom of burnout. Yes. Like a cold. Yeah. Here it comes. When you, when you <laughs> realize you're sniffly, they're like, hmm, maybe I'm getting a cold. Right. So you might think, hmm, maybe I'm getting burnt out. I just, I was really not connected to what was happening. Right. Right then. Yeah. Hmm. I think sometimes it can go the other way. I think sometimes you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not, it, like, you might notice that you're disconnected and then go, well, it's just a bad day. Like, you can kind of, like, justify it in your head. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I had a headache or I had, you know, different things. But for me, what I'm referring to is like, uh, it's usually over the course of a week. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, whoa. Sure. Okay. So just one time doesn't equal burnout. Right. But a pattern of feeling disconnected over a period of time could mean right now. Right. I'm thinking about, this actually happened to me, I think it was six months or nine months before COVID started. I realized I was feeling really disconnected from my clients as a whole. Right. Just kind of not really excited or energetic or engaged with the goals that we were working on in counseling. And I realized I'd known them all for a while. I'd had the same clients for a while and that we were working on goals that we'd made some progress, but we'd kind of plateaued a little bit. So it wasn't as exciting. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I don't know that I was feeling burnout at that point, but having a lot of moments of disconnect in a row, I did feel like I had less enthusiasm for what I was doing, right. less excitement about it. What about as a supervisor? I haven't really experienced complete, like, I wouldn't say I've experienced burnout as a supervisor. I think I've experienced frustration when we're like mm-hmm. at a stalemate or I feel like my supervisee should be gaining something new insights or something that's not happening. But I think for me, it's usually frustration. Burnout as a supervisor probably isn't anything I'm really yeah. familiar with. Well, what about disconnection as a oh, supervisor? Yeah. I think that, yes. When I'm yeah. frustrated, I, I I think I intentionally disconnect. Like Ooh. if I have a supervisee that's like not 
hitting kind of some of those milestones or those markers that I think they're ready for, uh-huh. I think I tend to disconnect. I think I go, okay, fine. Like, I'll wait for you, but I'm not as mm-hmm. invested. Mm-hmm. I think I sometimes feel this, oh, it, I catch myself doing this. It, it almost happens every single time at the same point with each supervisor, mm-hmm. supervisee, that they've made a lot of progress. They're doing pretty well. They're becoming more independent. Right. And then I, start, I feel that a little bit and then realize, well, we are really sneaking up to them finishing their hours. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm doing it unconsciously, but it's a way of me getting ready to say goodbye. To right. Them. It's like preparing your brain. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't need me the same way. Right. Um, they're more independent. Mm-hmm. They're coming to me with fewer things because they feel more confident in what they're doing. Right. And we are saying goodbye. So right. it's a Flip. gradual disconnection. Right. Maybe I feel disconnected. Oh, I know. I I do find myself feeling less connected to supervisees and what they're doing when maybe they see a population that I'm not excited about. That can happen. Or maybe they, like their setting or the modality that they choose to use isn't that exciting to me. Right. I'm not a huge worksheet person, but if they love a good manual, <laughs> you're like, and like uh, okay, what's on page 14? <laughs> then I might not be as excited right. about that. Right. So I definitely think that there are times, I don't know, I've never really thought about if those times of disconnection actually mean that I'm feeling burnt out with supervision. Right. Never really thought about it that right. way. Maybe it does. I also think generally I have enough supervisees that it doesn't start to feel that way across the board. Right. It may be in one specific case and not necessarily mm-hmm. all of So maybe that's our definition. What you and I have talked through is that disconnection happens. It's natural. It's not a, necessarily a bad thing. And it doesn't ultimately mean burnout. But when you start to have moments of disconnection that bleed together and are ha- you feel that for longer periods of time, then you might define that as burnout or start to experience burnout. Right. Okay. So, Heather, our article suggests that a way to help yourself or work through this would be to start feeling connected either by getting creative or having, I think they described the use they described it using the word wonder, mm-hmm. like looking at things through fresh eyes, right. learning something new. So for you as a counselor or you as a supervisor, how does that happen that you get creative or you see things through new I like new consultation. I like especially if I'm stuck with a client or I'm like, I just I feel like I don't know enough. And I've done this a long time. So if I don't know enough, then I need to get somebody else's input because my brain's not seeing the creativity piece is gone. Uh-huh. And so sometimes it's just a quick phone call to a colleague. Sometimes it's like dig into the research. Oh, I thought I knew all about borderline personality, but do I really? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, things like that. I also sometimes challenge myself to like pay really close attention to like how my day is scheduled so that I'm not seeing client after client after client without taking those breaks, without, yeah. you know, separating yourself. I like that idea. Consultation. Um, I mean, you and I do that. Right. And I do really like when I can set up maybe a lunch or coffee or phone mm-hmm. call or someone with something with someone that can do that with me. I actually was thinking that earlier today mm-hmm. that I was thinking about a tough client situation and thought, oh, I wish I had the perfect person to consult right. with about this. Right. It's helpful. What I really like, and now I'm thinking, since we're talking about this topic and this article, I typically love conferences. Oh, yeah. And we really haven't had the opportunity in a while. Yeah. So this coming week is the National Association for Play Therapies Conference. And it's so different because of COVID. Last year, it was, I think they completely canceled it. 
this year they're trying to make it work. But it, I mean, there are a lot of people that couldn't make it or mm -hmm. presenters that ended up canceling. So even I'm not going um, this year, but I'm sure that it's not quite the right. same as it has been in previous years. Yeah, conferences are great or just a new training, like picking mm -hmm. something you've always been like, oh, someday I'll get to that. Yeah. Well, then to yeah. go do it. This is that maybe I might try this now as we're talking about this. I have been thinking because I love conferences so much and there hasn't been the opportunity to do that, that I might sign up for one online and treat myself to a hotel room that, and yeah. try and make it right. like Can have a conference, conference experience yes. that maybe I might try and do that for yeah. myself. That's a great but idea. Yeah, what would you do knowing the workshops, webinars, conferences are just different right now? Right. What would you do to get that same feel or enthusiasm out of a Well, training? one of the things I've done is one of my office mates, we both needed or needed to finish some CEs at, at a similar time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I found this one I want, but I just can't imagine sitting here and watching it all day. Like, that's so boring to me. Mm -hmm. And she said, what if we met at the office and did it? And I was like, no, I don't want to sit at the office and do it. Like, what are we going to do? And she's yeah. like, well... And she happened to have some place that she was looking after for a while. And so it was this beautiful house and neither one of us owned it or had to take care of it. And uh -huh. she's like, come over and we're spending six hours in someone else's space that's not your yeah. own. that is yeah. not normal. And walking away, I mean, just makes it feel together. different. Right. And it was online. So we took breaks. We're like, and we ordered in lunch and we, I mean, just like made it kind of a. That is a good idea. A little way. Maybe we need to find somebody to yeah. buddy up and do a fun training with. Right. So wonder, creativity, right now we're talking a lot about how we do that as counselors. How would you begin to do that as a supervisor? Create wonder in, your, in what you're doing and inject some creativity into your supervision. I think I'm really good at doing that for my supervisees, like asking the outside of the box question or saying, okay, but if you couldn't do that, what would you do? You know, getting them to think that way. But I think when it comes to me being more creative with um, supervision i think sometimes it's like being able to talk about supervision it's doing this podcast uh -huh. the one we did about like getting outside the office and taking walks mm -hmm. I, yeah now i can do that and it's kind of more regular in my supervision practice that it's like well you want to go to walk today yeah it's something different and it right. makes you think differently when you're not sitting in the same room yeah the weather's perfect right now right yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that. Actually, the CEU i've i've paid already paid for mm -hmm. a supervision update webinar that maybe i need to Right. Do something creative. Find a better kind to sit on. Do something interesting. Take my laptop outside somewhere. Right. Enjoy being outside while I'm doing it. Something different. Right. Thinking about the word wonder and how to create wonder, especially I imagine that we have some supervisors that listen to our podcast that have been counselors for a long time. Right. And maybe even supervisors for a really long time. And how do you look at something that you've been doing for a long time with new perspective? And look at it with wonder, like it's for the first time mm -hmm. when it's something you've been doing for a really long time. Right. I think sometimes it's about asking. I've learned recently things that we assumed were in school because they're not taught the same way. Definitely. <laughs> oh, you're right. I, uh, yeah. Even what, maybe five years ago or about five years ago, mm -hmm. a big emphasis in a lot of our ethical standards or practice standards, but then it found its way into KCREP is social justice. Right. And Everyone like, social justice in school. Right. Even at that point, I was doing some teaching and a lot of the other faculty said the same thing. Right. And they had to do a little self-taught lesson mm -hmm. on 
Okay, so we keep saying social justice, and I don't know what that means, so I'm going to have to go look it up. Right. And so maybe that right. is a way that this is new and interesting, and you can find wonder in it because there's a whole new crop of counselors and therapists that have different training than we right. experience. Right. I, maybe as a supervisor, I can imagine myself feeling wonder sometimes that we have counselors, and this maybe the, is the first family they've worked with. Right. Or the first time they've done play therapy and thought, it worked. Right. It happened. It happened. This thing came together. Right. Or they use a technique that maybe you and I have used a bunch of times Mm -hmm. and they think, that's what, it worked, it it worked. Yeah. Or like, I didn't, I wasn't sure I was doing it right. And then I was doing it right. and And it really made a difference that we can experience wonder through the eyes of our supervisees. Very cool. The last point in this article that they emphasized was Basically, that a little goes a long way, that a little creativity, energy, wonder can really make a big difference in feeling connected and fighting burnout. Right. I think even sometimes it's just that quick lunch you have with a colleague. You may not really talk that much shop, but then you're like, hey, let me float this idea out there. And you get a different perspective. All of a sudden you're kind of reengaged. You're like, oh, I didn't think about that or that. Maybe I can try it this way. Mm -hmm. So those simple things just get you reengaged. Yeah. You were saying that and I was thinking, well, I bet a lot of us do the same kinds of counseling tasks or the same kinds of supervisor tasks often, but how do we change it enough that we feel energized by it? I know that I do that, that sometimes I'll just hit my head against the same wall Mm -hmm. trying to accomplish the same task, seeing enough clients, getting all my notes done, things like that that just feel mundane and not exciting to me. But what if I even took my laptop somewhere pretty and wrote my notes Mm -hmm. that I might feel more energized to get those done compared to, oh, here I am sitting in my same chair and I'm going to try and knock these out really quickly. I mean, you know, I hate notes. I would pretty much rather do any household chores to do notes. And I used to take my laptop home to do notes at home. Uh-huh. It just wasn't happening. And I started realizing, well, I resent it. Well, I had to create kind of a new system to make it happen. And over COVID, it was rough. Mm-hmm. But I learned that I love my patio for notes. And I get oh, them done oh. quickly. I just need like the noise of the house to be out of my... Uh-huh. my uh-huh. And by noise, I even mean like physical noise. Like what needs to be done? I can see it. No, nope. uh-huh. I just needed it away because uh-huh. I don't like to do them in my office. So Mm -hmm. it helps to sit on my patio. And that gave me a whole new like motivation for that's just how I do it now. It's in my routine. Right. I'm sure that will get boring at some point in time. Mm -hmm. It makes me think I really have been looking for a training or something that could be really over the top, amazing, different. And I think this article is telling me, well, that would be good. I would really appreciate that. I don't need that right. to feel connected again or to feel energized that sitting outside of the park could do something for me just right. as much as an amazing training in mm-hmm. on a beach somewhere. Right. That it doesn't have to be a lot of effort, a lot of money, but if you can do a lot, like some smaller things often, then you get the same impact. Right. Like you said, like making a phone call to someone. Right. Or going even a small training and doing, mm-hmm. you know, sitting together and doing it versus doing it alone. That's mm-hmm. even better. Finding your patio right. versus trying to make yourself do it at the kitchen table. Right. Like that. Okay. So this feeling of disconnection can be small, but it can really sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. And fighting it can be a matter of feeling connected, getting creative, finding wonder in something that we maybe do all the time, but we can find a new way of doing it or thinking about it. Yep. 
Well, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer.